Just like an actual toolbox, you need to have a variety of financial tools at your disposal so your retirement portfolio can handle any situation that comes your way. Scott Searles is a certified wealth strategist and the CEO of Skybox Asset Management. He can help you build a solid financial plan that will stand the test of time. This is the Retirement Toolbox Podcast. It's the Retirement Toolbox. Once again, great podcast coming at you today, helping you learn a little bit more about maybe your financial situation and how to better prepare for retirement. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Scott Searles, financial advisor at Skybox Asset Management, serving you throughout the greater Cleveland area and an office down in Bradenton, Florida as well. You can get in touch with us, find out more about the podcast and listen to past episodes by going online to skyboxasset.com. That's skyboxasset.com. Scott brings more than 20 years of experience in the financial world to the table each and every time we join together here on the podcast. And Scott, hope you're doing well this week. How are you, sir? I'm doing great, Walter. How about yourself? Uh, Doing pretty well. Looking forward to our conversation today because we've got some fun things to talk about. Coming up when we get to know Scott a little bit better, this is going to be fun. We're going to find out who Scott would trade places with if he had to or was able to. So I look forward to that. We're going to, we're going to, isn't that a show, Trading Places or? That's like a home improvement show, though, isn't it? Where they trading no, spaces, trading maybe that's had what it is. Uh, Eddie Murphy in it. Oh, okay. So I'm thinking movie. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Yeah. So there's been a lot of, I guess, movie concepts on that idea. So we'll see what Scott thinks about that question coming up a little bit later. And we've got a good question from one of you. Jeff, in fact, is retiring in five years, but it's going to be a little bit on the early side. He's wondering if that's a bad idea. So if you're thinking about retiring early as well, this will be the kind of question that you want to listen to as Scott will give us some good guidance when it comes to that. But to start off the program this week, we want to talk about a very important topic Vacations, Scott. Do you have any big uh, fun vacations planned for the year? You know what? We're going to rent a, a cabin down here at a state park, and our whole family's getting together, our extended family's getting together, and we're going down there for uh, for a week and just hanging out, enjoying nature. And that's our big trip this year. Not anything super big. We all went to Florida on spring break and did all that stuff. So we're just going to kind of do a little bit low-key back-to-nature thing this summer. Always nice to reconnect, although I was listening to, uh, have you ever listened to Jim Gaffigan, the comedian? He's got some great bits on, like, uh, making fun of camping as a vacation. My wife will not do camping, so we're, <laughs> let, let's be clear. Oh, here. okay. This is, All right. All right. This, this is a house with toilets and, <laughs> and, 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 a, and a full kitchen and a, full, a bed that you're not on the ground, so the camping thing is definitely off the table in my family. There you go. So uh, Reconnecting yeah, the, the, with nature by day, but civilized by night. Exactly. They, what do they call it? Glamping? Glamping. Like, yes, you're glamping. Yes. That's that's the, uh, the the term these days, right? Yeah. Too funny. All right. Well, uh, I know that whenever you go on a vacation, um, you're going to have to do a lot of things. You probably got a checklist. Now, your checklist would be longer if you were truly camping and didn't have all of those amenities sort of built in for you. But you'd have a, a checklist of items you want to make sure that you haven't forgotten. And uh, in retirement planning, it's really some of the uh, same things that need to be addressed, as you'll find out over the next couple of minutes. We're going to look at some of the things as you're maybe planning your summer vacation this year, some of the items that should also be appearing on not only your road trip checklist, but also your retirement planning checklist. And just as you guys have already done, Scott, the very first thing on the checklist, well, we got to decide where in the world are we going to go for our vacation and kind of the same way in retirement, right? we got to know where we're headed. We had to know our direction. Yeah. I mean, and step one is when do you want to retire? You know, you have to have at least an idea saying, I want to You'll work for five more years or be done at 60, 65, or you know, I'm going to work to 70. 
And once you're in the retirement, you have to kind of figure out what you're going to do when you get there too. You, you know, what do you want to do? Do you want to start doing some traveling? You know, where do you want to live? Do you want to maybe go become a snowbird and go down you know, to Florida for part of the year or come back up or do whatever? Those are all important things to get that vision of what you want your perfect retirement to be because then we're going to have to take a look at the money aspect of it and, and take into account inflation and the possibility of increasing taxes and make sure that we can afford that. And then you know that's how we get to that next step where we develop that route that we're going to go and the direction that we're going to travel. And I always, when I talk to clients, there's three different phases of retirement I always mention to everybody. The first one is the go-go. The next one's the slow go. And the third one's the no-go. And a lot of the times we're going to structure that retirement around those three phases. Because when you first retire, more than likely you're like, oh man, finally, I'm done working. You're going to go travel and you're going to do all these things you've wanted to do for the past 40 years that you haven't had time to do. So you're constantly traveling, doing things, going to the all the grandchildren's baseball and soccer and especially the lacrosse games. But the slow go is that next phase where yeah, you're slowing down a little bit. You're not quite doing as much, I guess, you know, pulling back a little bit on your travel. And then lastly, that no go is, is when you're in that final phase of retirement you just don't really, you're not doing quite as much activities as you were early in that retirement. You're a little bit older, a little bit slower. So those three phases all have different planning that goes along with them. So having that complete vision of where you're going in retirement is important to make sure that we structure those phases properly. All those things need to be addressed and make sure that you've got them on the table and in your mindset thinking about those improvements. And that's really important. Decide where you're going and also the when factor. That's big, too. We shouldn't overlook that as well. Got to decide both of those things for our vacation and also for retirement planning. Then we've got to kind of determine the route, Scott. And I don't know about you, but whenever we go on a trip, I like to try my best to pre-map everything out. There are some times where I'll just sort of roll the dice and just let the GPS dictate wherever we're going to go. But I do like if we're going to try and visit stops along the way to try and truly map out and, and even time out how we're going to get everywhere. And sometimes you also need that person in the car next to you if you're doing a road trip to you know help you along the way, kind of help navigate you through your different route. Is that your guys' style when you travel or do you just sort of you know, we'll float with the winds. We know we're heading west and we're just going to try and go by compass and not so much, you know, the exact roads and that sort of thing. No, you know what? Whenever we go anywhere, we have everything timed out. We know when we're going here. We, we know, you know, exactly which direction we're going to be heading, which roads we're going to be taking. Funny story is I have a friend of mine that their family, they actually took a vacation to Cuba and didn't have hotel rooms, didn't really have anything planned out. And that's just the opposite of what we would do. I mean, we would have everything all lined out and we know exactly where we're staying, when we're checking in and everything all laid out in a step-by-step -step process. And that's exactly what you want to try to do in retirement because you're never going to go on a trip, most likely, except my buddy, you know, without a map or without your GPS or not knowing, you know, how to get there. And in retirement, you need to plan all that stuff out. You need, you need to take a look at all the different 
roadblocks or different things that could come up. But once you have that the trip mapped out, you, you're also going to have different things that might pop up, whether it's construction or accidents along the way, and you need to adjust and modify your route as you're going along. And that's like in retirement, we need to change. Maybe there's an illness, a premature death, higher taxes, stock market volatility. One of the things I talk to my clients all the time about are the sequence of returns. We can't control the markets. There's people that get paid millions and millions of dollars to be wrong about the markets all the time. We can't control them. We can't guess. And no one has a crystal ball. So when we lay out that roadmap, we take into account the possibility of all these different types of market returns. And that's important. And the other thing, kind of relating it to a roadmap, when we talk about the investing, is how fast you're going to drive. If you're going to drive fast, you're more than likely going to get there faster. But there's you also increase the probability of maybe getting in an accident or getting in a ticket or something like that that's going to slow you down. So the amount of risk you're willing to take, hence how fast you want to go, is also going to be a factor. And you know when we're planning that trip and you know, which direction that we take there. But, you know, most importantly, I think you need to have someone that's going to help modify that route for you along that trip, you know, because there are going to be closed roads or maybe there's a new road that's not in your GPS or not on the map that your co-pilot could know about that could get you there faster. And, you know, that's the advantages of working with a fiduciary or someone that's going to help you along the way is to modify and change that route because there may be different investments that come out or different products or different strategies that really would, would help out a lot. Yeah, sounds like it would be very helpful to have that. I mean, the consequences if you go on vacation and you kind of do it the wing it way, right, is you might have a great week, might be fun, but it also might be bad. And that's okay. It's only one week of your life or maybe a two if you're doing a longer vacation. But retirement's a much longer period of time. We don't want there to even really be that realm of possibility of something going wrong on the wing it or spontaneous route. Those are two different comparisons there, and I think it's an important difference to highlight. Let's flip the page to something more fun. When you take a road trip or something like that, you got to decide what to listen to on the trip, Scott. And I know there's often a battle that takes place over the uh, the radio dial or who's going to get to control the music or are we listening to podcasts or talk radio? You know, Lots of different choices that you have there. Sometimes there's a competition for what voices you're going to hear. Kind of the same thing in the financial world too, right? There's going to be some competition over who you're going to listen to along the way. Actually, you know, first I would like to say I would like to recommend that you listen to the newest episode of the Retirement Toolbox podcast. <laughs> there you go. I, or a couple I, I of think them, that, right? Yeah, that's right. Depending on your trip, you could listen to a bunch of them. But no, I mean, if you compare this to what you listen to in the car, I mean, you know, the one thing you want to try to avoid is listen to the financial news and listen to Jim Cramer. And a lot of these things are going to create a lot of unnecessary worry for you in retirement. So kind of tuning out some of that you know, financial news, because a lot of it doesn't really even apply to you. A perfect example is when I have clients that are watch CNBC and they see the market go up and down and they, you know, we're talking, they're like, well, you know, the Dow was down 600 points today. And then we have the conversation that I have to remind them that they've only have 20% of their money even invested in the stock market and it has very little impact on them. So they get themselves all worked up about what the markets are doing and, and it has very little impact. We've already planned for that. 
And you know, when you're driving in a car, a lot of the times you're with your spouse and your spouse is going to be telling you, hey, you know what? You're driving too fast. You took a wrong turn. You're riding too close to the car ahead of you. If there's anything like my wife, you definitely she's going to remind you of all the things that you're doing wrong where you're driving. And, and she will admit that, by the way. She will tell you she is absolutely the uh, the worst backseat driver and passenger <laughs> of, I, of anybody. I make out a there. terrible passenger. I'm just constantly going, oh, you should have done that. Oh, you should have gone this way. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. So, but, you know, and you think of that with retirement, though, is a lot of time people are listening to their friends and neighbors, you know, because they've got it all figured out. You know, they're doing all these things and they'll tell you, hey, I got a 40% return last week on my stuff. And, they only tell you the good things, first of all. They never tell you when they lost 40%. It's like the gambler that goes to Vegas. They only tell you when they come back when it, you know, with thousands of dollars in their pocket, not when they when they left and had to sign over their firstborn to the casino. So, you know, kind of tuning out some of the other people that don't necessarily know your situation, know what you're trying to accomplish. And kind of tuning those people out is also, you know, very important to make sure that you can head in the right direction. But I think, you know, the biggest thing is my recommendation is to get a co-pilot, someone that's going to look for the police ahead for you, let you know if there's delays ahead or construction, or like I said, it's going to find that shortcut so they can re change your route so you can get there a little bit faster and have a more stress-free and relaxing trip. And that's working with a, a qualified financial advisor that's a fiduciary that's going to help you to get to where you need to go and, and do it in the most pleasant way possible for you. Well, so far we've talked all about what it's like to prepare for that trip and prepare for retirement. But one last thought in comparison between the two things is once you're underway, we want to try and use cruise control if we're on the road trip, right? Save the leg, keep it from getting cramped up or tired. Go ahead and set that baby on cruise control. You then don't have to worry about accidentally accelerating too much and getting a speeding ticket. It comes with a lot of benefits to be able to have a little bit more relaxed trip by taking some of that pressure of keeping that constant speed off by utilizing that tool that is available to you. What's the financial comparison to kind of being on cruise control once you're underway in retirement? Well, I, I think cruise control is finding that strategy for you that you're initially going to start off with, the investment strategy, the different tax strategies, and then you, you start heading down the road. But, you know, the weather may get bad. You may, depending on how fast you're going, there may be a state trooper ahead or traffic could start getting heavy. So you're going to need to start to adjust and change that cruise control. You may need to slow down a little bit. We may have to make some more turns or adjust our course, which you're going to have to take your cruise control off to do that. But you know, when you're going through retirement and you're planning it out, once you're getting to the point where you're in retirement, we're going to have to make those changes. And sometimes we're going to have to slow down. Sometimes you know, we're going to have to change course, and that's going to require us to kind of take that cruise control off. And you know what? Cruise control is great, but you know, all these new Teslas out there, and I, I drove one of these, and, and they're fantastically awesome technological automobiles. But, you know, those things drive themselves. But still, you have to touch the wheel every couple minutes or so, so they know that you're still awake. And, and that's kind of when financial planning, we need to review every year. We, need, we can't just set the cruise control. We need to review or, or touch the steering wheel so that we can make sure we're still on course and, and 
we're heading in, in the right directions and make, make adjustments if necessary. Well, I know this is the retirement toolbox, and that's often the way that you approach the planning process, in fact, Scott, is making sure you pull all these different tools together to help people make sure they're ready for retirement and not only ready to get to that goal, but as we talked about the cruise control, getting through retirement as well. The planning doesn't stop when you just get to that first destination. You've got many more destinations along the way on the trip that you've got to be prepared for. Tell us a little bit about the tax-free retirement toolkit that you've put together and then also how people can you know, get that planning process started if it's something that they haven't ventured through before with you. Yeah, you know what? I created a toolkit called the uh, Tax-Free Retirement Toolkit. And what we have in there is we have a book and a CD and some different literature that's going to kind of give you the starting block in order to kind of see you know, what things you can do to start to create a tax-free retirement for yourself. I am a firm believer that I think that in the way that our everything is set up now with our national debt, Social Security, Medicare, that there's a pretty darn good chance because we are at historically low tax rates right now that tax rates are going to be going up. So it's something you need to change and adjust for, but a lot of people aren't really talking about it. So if you're interested in getting the tax-free toolkit, there's a link here right on the uh, podcast webpage, as well as you can go to our website, www.skyboxasset.com, and order your own tax-free toolkit. If you wanted to set up a time to talk about your specific situation, you can always go to www.talktoscott.com and schedule a 15-minute call with me, and we can kind of go over your situation and see what things you might want to be thinking about. Very easy to do all of those things. Again, give you a quick recap of how you can get all those different resources. You can get the tax-free retirement toolkit. Look at the link in the description of today's show. That'll take you to where you need to go or just go straight to the homepage of skyboxasset.com. And if you're interested in speaking with Scott one-on-one about your situation, whether it's just some simple questions you've got on your mind or you want to dive deep into the planning process right out of the gate, Scott can help determine the best direction for you. 888 0111 is the number to call. Complimentary conversation, of course, when you dial in 888-742-0111 or go to talktoscott.com. That's an easy way to do it as well and schedule right there from your smartphone or computer. Talktoscott.com, the place to check out. That's how retirement planning and getting ready for that summer road trip. Have some parallels and some comparisons. Hope you found that information helpful today. It's getting to know you time. Well, it's time to get to know Scott Searles a little bit better on today's program. And I got a fun question for you this week, Scott, as we uh, get to know your personality a little bit. I think this will give us a fun peek kind of behind the curtain of what's going on in your mind as well. My question for you this week is if you could trade places with somebody for a day, who would it be? Yeah, You know, that's... That's difficult. But, you know, I think I would have to go with the president of the United States. Oh, wow. Okay. Just be, I would never actually want to ever be the president of the United States, <laughs> but, but just for way a day. too much, the, way the, too much, but just for a day. That's the important just part to, of the question, right? Yeah, that was the important part because it would be just fascinating to see, you know, all the briefs and all the information you're getting calls from, you know, other world leaders, you know, and of course, you can order a turkey sandwich anytime you want one, too. <laughs> but just to have that life of just the president is the most powerful person in the, on the planet. And to just 
experience that for a, one day, I think would be fascinating. I, I wouldn't want to do it a second day, and I certainly wouldn't do any tweeting while I was doing it either. But I think that I think that'd be fascinating. That's pretty cool. So now you're you're fudging the question maybe just a little bit. So you're you're kind of trading places with a uh, with a position. Now you would have to actually be if we did this right now. You would have to be Trump for a day. Just so you're clear, you got to deal with the the hair and uh, and everything, you know. <laughs> well, you know what? Figuring I don't have any hair, I probably <laughs> definitely would be challenged with the hair part of everything. But I would not do any tweeting. There you uh, go. Too funny. But, uh, uh, yeah, you I know. I, I think I, you have a great answer there because you could learn all of the like deep secrets, right? You could read all the unclassified, you know, biggest questions of our country. You know, are there UFOs? What really happened uh, with JFK? You know, you could just go and read all the under, you know, all, all the stuff that's kept under locks, and then you would know it, and then you could back out the next day. That's not a bad, not a bad play. Yeah, that'd be the first thing I do. I have a list of things I wanted to know. And I would say, give me this information. And by the end of the day, I would know everything I ever wanted to know. I want what's in Area 51, you know, where they, where all the aliens are living, right? There so go. there you go. Yeah, it would be uh, really neat. I'm sure that's a popular answer, but a good one certainly. If Scott could trade places for a day, it would be with the president. How about you? Let us know. Comment on the podcast or shoot us a note on the, on the website. Let us know what you would be for a day. Coming up next, it's time to open up the mailbag. It's time for the mailbag. We want to hear from you. So this is the chance where you get to ask your questions here on the program. You can do that by going to skyboxasset.com and uh, submitting a question via the website. We might feature it on a future show. This one is going to come to us from Jeff in Lakewood Ranch, Florida. And Jeff says, it's a simple question, at least it's a short question. I don't know if the answer is simple. I want to retire in five years when I turn 55. Is that a bad idea? Well, Walter, you're correct. It is a simple question, but it's not necessarily a simple answer. And you certainly can retire at age 55, but one thing you definitely need to have done is done some planning ahead of time to make sure that you've got all your bases covered when it comes to retiring. Because first of all, we all know, you know you're not eligible to Social Security at the earliest of age 62. So if you retire at age 55, you're going to have to fund those first seven years with other monies. And because you're, you're not quite 59 and a half, some of your qualified retirement plan money won't be available. Now, there certainly are exceptions. You can utilize your last 401k if you left after you were over age 55, if you have a 457 plan, if you're a government employee. You can take out your Roth contributions, but not your earnings, as long as you had it for five years. You can do a Rule 72T. There's different ways to get money out of retirement plans. You can also use your non-retirement plan money, too. Another thing you need to take into account is health care. Cost of health care is very expensive. Maybe you're able to continue it through your employer, but Medicare doesn't is not available to you until age 65, so you're going to have to fund your own healthcare for those 10 years between 55 or 65, unless you, of course, you have a spouse working that you can get coverage to there. So you can definitely do it. You just need to plan ahead. And that's definitely an area where you're going to want to work with a qualified financial advisor just to make sure you get all 
your I's dotted and T's crossed because the last thing you want to do is start creating penalties and creating problems with yourself once you retire. You want to enjoy it. And congratulations, by the way. Or realize you've got to go back to work. And I'm sure you've seen lots of stories, Scott, about people trying to go back to work at, you know, an age that's close to retirement. And sometimes it's not as easy as maybe, you know, 10 or 15 or 20 years before, if you had to kind of go through a similar transition, it can be tough to get back into the workforce after you've left it for a couple of years. Yeah, I hear that all the time where people found it difficult to get a job when when they're close to retirement because they cost more money and people say, well, you're only going to be here a couple of years or, or whatever. So absolutely. Lots of consequences to be thinking about there, Jeff. And if you're in a similar situation to Jeff, or you've got your own questions about your financial life and about retirement, as always, you can reach out to Scott to ask those questions. I'll give you that number one more time to give a call. It's 888-742-0111. That makes it easy. 888-742-0111. Or you can go online to talktoscott.com and schedule a time to chat right there from your smartphone or computer. That's talktoscott.com. Well, Scott, that does it for this edition of the podcast. Great chatting with you once again, and uh, we'll do another episode soon. I'm looking forward to it. Thanks, Walter. Don't forget to subscribe to the Retirement Toolbox so you never miss an episode on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and also now on Spotify and Stitcher and all sorts of other great podcasting apps. If there's a favorite app of yours that you don't see the Retirement Toolbox on, let us know. We'll make sure to get it on there for you. Thanks for joining us. For Scott Searles, I'm Walter Storholt. We'll talk to you next time right back here on the Retirement Toolbox. Investment advisory services provided by Skybox Asset Management, LLC.